Hi guys. Oh, I sorry. Right. Were we starting? Shit. I forgot I hit record. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. drinking my wine. Chaos! 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 Perfect. We tried one more sip and then we'll go. Okay. All right. Here we go. Official start. Yes. Hey we... y'all. Hey. <laughs> I stepped on you. Who cares? Let's just keep on going. Okay. Loose. Hey, Mal. This is our last episode. We're keeping it loose. We're feeling good. Feeling yeah. great. Last Erica's back season. in the house. Yes. I'm back, back, baby. <laughs> just in time to choose a bracket winner. Remember we have a bracket? Oh, yeah, I, I forget sometimes. Is that why we do this? <laughs> I have missed you guys. Let me tell you. We yeah. missed you. We've been getting dispatches here and there from your trip but we can't wait to hear the full story mm-hmm. you guys right now we've been yeah. waiting for this moment the christmas vacation the lee Just, family christmas vacation okay so this was a christmas vacation holiday vacation for my dad's birthday all he wanted was his grandsons at disney world so it was my parents my brother and his family two boys and then us, and then my in-laws came, and then my sister-in-law's parents came. So there was a group of wow. 15 people going over to Disney World. So let's just That's say wild. the trip started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> and that oh, is because no. we're flying, things seem great, everything's going great. And then all of a sudden my son like starts shivering and has the chills and basically almost passes out on the plane. So scary. We mm-hmm. had to like get a doctor to come over and like check his vitals. And it seemed like he was okay, but he just like passed out, slept the rest of the flight. The paramedics checked him when we got off. Everything seemed fine. We thought maybe it was like an altitude thing, low blood sugar, maybe whatever. Then the next day, Disney day, we're swimming in the pool. Everything is great. We go to dinner at T-Rex cafe, which is like made for him. Cause his kid loves dinosaurs. Same thing happens again. So we go over to urgent care, test positive for the flu. Mm. First, day, first day at Disney. Is it your first, first day, day? First night? Oh. It's like the first day, second night. And it just like popped up so suddenly that like he rebounded in the morning and then it just hit him again at night. So we ended up, you know, sleeping it off Tuesday. We were supposed to go to Hollywood Studios. We had all these things planned. And then we did not go. Just me and him did not go. My husband had to go because it was the day he built his lightsaber. And you know, you can't cancel that. <laughs> oh, okay. So you go to, you build a lightsaber at the park. Yeah. It's like $250 to build oh a lightsaber. Gosh. Oh my God. And also you guys, Casey loves Star Wars. Like this is huge for him. Yeah. This like he, like everything to him. He walked down the aisle to our wedding to the Imperial March. Like yes. he's a Star Wars nerd. So I was <laughs> yes. like, you have to go. Cause like you can't get reservations again. You can't just cancel and go next. Mm. Cause you book them 60 days out and like they're booked. So he went, built his lightsaber. We stayed back. Everyone else went. And then Wednesday, he started feeling a little bit better. And I was so concerned about like being that person that brings their kid that's sick to the park. So I was like, we're going to take it easy. So we did. And we did like parades and just kept him away from people. And then by Thursday, it was like, it never happened. He was like running around, going Mm -hmm. on rides. Just him and I went Thursday because we had that extra day. Mm -hmm. And it was actually kind of nice just to be me and him, like a me and him day, you know? Yeah. And it rained, but it wasn't like annoying rain. So the park was even emptier, which was nice. Oh, that's we got awesome. on like 
so much stuff and he like loved all the rides and it was just like really special to do with just him. Granted, I know we went there with family, but it was actually, I was texting you guys. I was like, I can't find the positive out of anything. That was the positive was just having like a fun mom Sunday. Um, And then Friday we did Epcot, which was so fun. My parents had the best time cut to Saturday. We booked a rental car to drive down to Miami to visit cousins. We're driving to Miami. We're four minutes away from my cousin's house. My mom calls. I tested positive for COVID, she says. Oh, oh no. God, no. And so, because she started feeling kind of, you know, icky Saturday morning. Was she still in Florida or was she back? She in? was in Florida. They, My parents drove to Tampa to go see my dad's cousins. Mm-hmm. So they made it there. She tested and then that's when it came back. So I'm literally, we're four minutes away. I call my cousin. I'm like, um, so we were exposed. What do we do? And they're like, whatever, who cares? Just come on over. So we went and we all tested and none of us got it. I don't know wow. how out of 15 people, none of us got it. That's amazing. Besides my mom. She never had it before. So this is her first time. So maybe there oh, was she something. didn't. Yeah. I remember your was... whole family had it at one point, but she skipped her. No, my my family did get it, but my dad got it. My brother got it, but my mom escaped that somehow. So did my wow. sister-in-law. And the same like with me when I had it, because my son got it from daycare. My husband never got it. It's just so bizarre. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. How it works. So she's doing a lot better. She had mild symptoms, but still like we were all on edge thinking, are we just like this family that's like passing it around to everybody? Right. Um. So they didn't even stay in Tampa. They just drove back to Ohio because they were, they went to see you know, my dad's older relatives and there's no way yeah. they're going to try to expose them. Right. So they met, made about safe and sound. My dad's still testing negative. That's but, wild. Yeah. And they were in a car for like two days, three days together. Yeah. But it's just, it just comes down to the fact that this thing is still around and ruining stuff for people, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, you know, I know that people are vaccinated and, you know, people are starting to say it's just like the flu, but like, it's still a thing. It's still something that even if we travel months, years later, I feel like it's still going to be test before you get there, test when you get there, because you just never know. And granted, I figured someone was, I literally was like, someone's going to get this in Disney world. There's millions of people. Mm -hmm. Where else would you get it? But it's just, we can't escape it. And that's the part that's so disappointing because I had cousins that were, I had, I stayed with one family and I had other cousins coming down from West Palm beach. They decided not to come because they're going on a trip soon. They didn't want to compromise themselves. So it's it's still affecting and ruining yeah. plans for people, which is so annoying. I know it's like years down the line of like holidays ruined, you know, yeah. it sucks, but, but all in all it was, there were some low moments, but it also had a lot of high moments and that's, what I'm remembering, we got lots of great pictures. You know, there's a great picture with my dad and the three boys, three grandsons with Donald Duck, you know, like, oh, so cute. it's just so cute. And so those are the, the things I'm going to remember about this trip and not the um, down and out stuff because, yeah. you know, I didn't want it to throw everything off. However, I have not watched any movies in a very okay. long time. <laughs> We don't um, care. That's I secondary plan- on this podcast. I know, yeah. but I plan to watch them. I plan to watch them on the flight, and then clearly, yeah, you know, sick Things child freaking out. We're not not happening. And then I just like got co- so like the Disney days. I'm telling you, wipe you out. 
Yeah. You're exhausted. Mm-hmm. There was the Thursday was the day that like the grandparents were going to watch the grandkids. And then my, my, me and my husband and my brother and sister-in-law were going to go out, but that was the day I ended up going to the park. I was exhausted. Right. I'm like, I'm not going out after this crap. You know, it's like, yeah, you're exhausted. Yeah. So when our kid went to bed, so did we. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm really slacking on the movies, my friends. I, I have some follow-up questions. Sure. <laughs> That's Please. okay. Hit me. So this first one, it's only because I know everything's okay. Otherwise, I would not ask it. But on the plane, did someone go over the loudspeaker and say, is there a doctor on the plane? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. How cool would it be to be a doctor on the plane? Be like, well, I am here. Let me serve. Well, it's funny because this happened to me on a plane once. I was just about to I say, remember you, you have bad some Walk bad plane, plane luck. Because remember when you nearly passed out? Oh, I did plane? pass out. Oh, I yeah. was... I was going to London with, with Casey. Yeah. And everything was fine. And, you know, watching a movie, fell asleep, woke up from my sleep and was completely like glossed over. Like he looked at me and he was like, you were like dead in the eyes. And then he ran back to call someone. The flight attendant came, helped me up. I walked down to the end of the plane and I just ended up throwing up everywhere. Like, and they never called for a doctor on that one. And I don't know if it's because we were like, it was the middle of the night. It was like one of those international flights, mm-hmm. but they called like a doctor on the ground, which like, what does that do? You know, but I basically passed out, came to, and just ended up like laying on the ground for a while. And they chalked it up to this altitude, low blood sugar, um, low blood, I'm sorry, low blood pressure situation. Yeah. So I, that's what I really thought happened to Kelvin. I thought maybe the, the altitude has something to do where it shocks your blood pressure and it just like drops it suddenly. But then obviously it was the flu and they say, you know, the flu like hits you out of nowhere. It just like comes. So they did call for a doctor on the plane and then two very nice men came over. Was there two? Two guys came over. One was sitting. Yeah. One guy was sitting like just a few rows behind us. He was so nice. And he was the one who like took his oxygen levels and took his temperature and helped him like drink some juice. And then there was another nice guy who could tell was really good with kids. Cause he was like, Hey mm-hmm. buddy, just let's the shark's going to, you know, eat your finger with the blood or the oxygen level thing. And he was just, they were so sweet to the point where when we landed and I saw them at baggage claim, I went up to them and I almost cried like thanking them. Cause it was so nice yeah. that they were mm-hmm. so um, thoughtful. So yes, we did have the, the, Oh, and they made everyone stay down, stay seated till we got off the plane first. And oh, I was like, nice. I know, but I was yeah. like, please don't bring like a gurney. You know how sometimes yeah, they'll bring yeah. like a gurney. Like I was like, it's not that bad, but like they wanted us to get off first because the paramedics were waiting for us. Um, And by that point, like people, like Calvin was like, we're carrying him off the plane. And he's like, what's that? What's this? What's that? And like, people are probably like, this kid's fine. What's happening? But he kind of had a little more life to him because he napped for like three hours. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. sure everyone was happy to let you. Let yeah, you but I will tell you, flights to Orlando full of kids. So, yeah. <laughs> oh Popular. man, that was the other thing. So many children. That's good. That's good yeah. though. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. Um, second question: What is a lightsaber like that you build at the park? Is it like, <laughs> is there laser light involved? It's so, not like the plastic one I had when I was young. No. Like, no. No. So you like go to this thing and I only saw a video because I obviously didn't go. So you book this time and then you go in and you like pick the color crystal that goes in it. So like you can pick like red, blue, purple, green, which are all associated with like different people from Star Wars. I was going to say, I only know red and green. I know nothing more. 
exactly. So then you like put it in the base and then you like click it and turn it. And then you like pick other pieces. You're basically customizing like to the look you want. Yeah. And then I just saw a video of it, but I know they like hold it up in the air and they're like, activate the lightsaber. And then they like turn it on and everyone's lightsabers go on. Oh and my it's God. some big thing. It's like the wand assignment, whatever from Harry yeah. Potter. But, for but let adults. me tell you, yeah. traveling with this thing back, there's like a carrying case. Oh my God. And oh it's literally God. TSA approved because <laughs> like you can't, like you got all like, the nerds. Yeah. All the nerds. And I literally told him, I was like, if someone ever breaks into our house, that thing better save our lives because you spent 250 on it. Like, but, but then I was like, what do you do with it? You know, it's not like he's going to like play, like he's going to display it apparently. Somewhere, yeah, I was going to but... say, you put it on a shelf, like a samurai sword, you know, how yeah. like, you go into a single dude's apartment. Like, yeah. The core item is a samurai sword on a shelf. Yeah. But my brother did be... one too. And so it was like, oh really? That's cute. It was just like, oh my God, they're going to have like, like, Yes. lightsaber fights they're at gonna the pool have battles or something mm. oh my god what anyway. colors did they get casey got blue of course and my brother got Pure purple Jedi. because his son who's five that's his favorite color so that's why Aww. he picked that's sweet that is sweet okay yes. third and final question like, oh, go ahead. i feel like samuel l jackson's lightsaber was purple is so it? i also love that i'm gonna yeah. i'm looking it up ask your question Bill. okay i'll report back. this is my third and final question so a family vacation where it's your family, your in-laws, and then you're in like your in-law in-laws. That's nutty. Did every <laughs> Is that, did everybody get along? Everyone got along. I think, well, my sister-in-law and I planned everything. So we booked all the tickets and made all the reservations and linked all the photos and whatever. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just, Everyone was allowed, though, to do their own thing. So we weren't all together, like, all the time. You can't. Yeah. There's too many people. Plus, we have kids that can't ride rides because they're not tall enough or they're whatever. Yeah. So because Calvin was sick, like, we never got to the park, like, right when it opened. We took our time. And my sister-in-law and brother, they went. They were there. So we would just call them when we got there. And we meet up with them. And if someone wanted to do this, they would go do that. If someone wanted to eat here, they go do that. There were a couple times where I feel like people uh we're like what is the plan and i'm like i don't know we're winging yeah. it as we go <laughs> you know do it yeah whatever you want it to be yeah <laughs> you know and like maybe someone didn't get to do something they wanted to do um but you know i mean everyone kind of just rolled yeah. with it we didn't like you know the last day at epcot you know my nephew really wanted to go see chip and dale at this campfire s'more thing at this resort and like we didn't so we stayed with my parents at epcot and they went and then we saw them the next morning so yeah, yeah. it was it chill. was just it okay. was relaxed yeah there was no like real housewives level fighting no oh. no and everyone okay. stayed like in their own rooms like it's not like we were all sharing a space mm. so it's mm. good everyone could kind of go to their go corners. to their corners <laughs> yeah. at night yeah exactly That's nice you know and like right? dinner like breakfasts people did on their own and yeah, we just kind of we just kind of won it, but it worked out just fine. All right. I'm out of questions. Yeah. <laughs> um reporting back that Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber was indeed purple. So oh, there you go. Picked a good Special one. geode, purple geode inside. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love so it. So was it a great trip full of memories? It was. Will I do it again? Maybe in like five years. Like yeah. I won't, I won't, I don't see how people do these 
every year. I mean, maybe if you live close and you can just yeah. like drive there, sure. But to travel and yeah. do all this, no way. Yeah. No, no. We are not a Disney family. Let's no. just say that. My sister no. and her family does the Disney cruise because it's just like, you just got to get them on the boat. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then like the characters are there and, you know, know. there's so much water slide. I don't know. Yeah. There's so much for kids to do. It's probably just like throw your kids at this event yeah. and hopefully They're the parents always like, can do, do you want to come? And I say, no, it's okay. I just don't like the idea of being <laughs> trapped can't. on a boat either. I, you know? I've never been on a cruise. I just haven't. I have, but I don't know if I'll ever do one post COVID. It's just yeah, too yeah, many germs. Either. Everyone gets sick on cruises. And yeah. the idea of like being stuck on a boat, like remember when COVID happened and all those cruise people yeah, were like, stuck at port? Trump wouldn't let them get out because he was like, well, once they get out, we have to claim them. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. But could you imagine like you're so early? Yeah. You're stuck in a room, which is yeah. pretty much like the size of a dorm room. Yeah. Yeah. Their food was being delivered to them. It just sounded, it just sounds, sounds like, it sounds like college, but can't leave. And like, yeah, it doesn't sound anything like college actually. Yeah. Uh, like, like if you jail, ever have to do a cruise, jail? yeah. Yeah. If you ever have to do jail. a cruise, it's like one of those weekend <laughs> booze cruises is yeah, the only yeah. way to go. You're in and out. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like to really get like the best Disney experience is really for people who either can afford to go multiple times a year. So they feel less pressure to do everything. Or like you said, Erica, if you live close and you have season passes to either Disney world or Disneyland, cause then there's less pressure. Like you can just go for dinner and then mm. go on a ride. If you have a pass, you know, right. like one night you could just do little bits but when you're when it's a huge thing and you're only going to do this every few years, you want to try and like pack in as much as you can and you want everyone to get to do the things that they want to do. And it's it's just not easy. There are so many people and, you know. Yeah, like uh, I I loved Epcot only because it's more adult. And the so best kitschy. part about Epcot, yeah. you just you literally just like drink and eat your way through all the cities. Did I get yeah. to do that as much as I wanted to? No, because you have three kids who are like, I want to go on rides. And like the rides are like the exact opposite direction. And there's not a lot of, like we did all the rides there. Mm. And they're just like not, there's not roller coasters. They're more just mm -hmm. like, you know, easy breezy kind of yeah. stuff. They're like, it's a small world, but like different. Yeah. Things, right. And like yeah, the there's like a Nemo ride, you know, where it's just like super simple. But, you know, like once we, um, went on one ride then we started like we went to France and then we went to Japan and we had like some sake and then I I would have just kept bouncing you know you just bounce mm -hmm, bounce right. bounce but you just can't do that unless you a have no kids or you're there for like multiple days because I I did see people that were like wasted out of their minds yeah <laughs> like, like bar crawl style pass out on a park bench and I was like they're doing it right like good That's for right. you I would who love cares to if do you're hurting in the morning in Epcot mm -hmm crawl yeah. I think that would be so fun yeah like fun. we we ended the day just sitting at this picnic table in Germany and we had like a hot pretzel with some good like half of and beer and we just kind of like stuck there for a while and then you know my kid was hungry so I ran over to America and got him a hot dog like how lame <laughs> is that but that's what I'll eat and then I ran back to Germany you know but like I would have loved to like gone to like Mexico and you know, Norway was there. I just, we just like walked through those. We didn't have time. So I do see the appeal. Cause I saw a lot of like honeymoon people just all around Disney. And I'm like, I don't know if honeymoon no, is like, you, over my where dead you body. Want. Yeah. 
But like, if you go to Disney no. or Epcot yeah. and you just, and I guess if you're just really into Disney, like you take yeah, your honeymoon yeah. and you go there. I don't know. Some people love it. Maybe Some I would if I it. had hit me at a different time. I've, I've only been once and I was like, I don't know, maybe 10. Yeah. I mean, we went to like the Disney breakfast where the characters come, which is great because you knock that out, mm-hmm. get it done, you know, and we saw Daisy just for Dory. That's right. I texted Erica and I was like, if you see Daisy, you tell her I say hi and I love her. And Daisy she, Duck? Sure Daisy enough. Duck. Yes. Okay. Sure enough. The next day I get a picture from Erica of um, Calvin giving Daisy a hug and it was so freaking cute. Like immediately it- when we walked to Epcot, we saw Daisy. So we're like, let's get oh. a picture with Daisy. I didn't I realize you were a, a Daisy Duck enthusiast. Oh, major i feel like daisy doesn't get enough love i'm mm, obsessed I with agree. her erica loves her too like we are daisy's number one fans over you here. know why i love her is because i could see daisy being a real housewife of disney totally <laughs> totally She's sassy yeah. her sass exactly like, yes. Minnie, Minnie would be above it she would never sign on but <laughs> daisy yeah. would be daisy rolling would be in, in the mud with the other yeah. housewives yeah i love it throwing drinks in people's faces yeah yeah <laughs> she's my fave i'm a daisy enthusiast yes yeah actually calvin went up to daisy and said quackers because that's what she says in like the <laughs> disney movie daisy liked it that's so cute and she when she hugged him it was just adorable she you know bent down and gave him a nice hug i will say we waited in line to get a picture with goofy and like the kids all got his picture or their pictures and i just went up and i was like goofy can i have a hug that guy gave me the best hug i've had in years like it was the tightest most lovable hug and he just like held it for a while i was like god damn goofy he knew you needed it. He's like, this is one yeah, mama like, who needs a hug. Yeah, I've seen this look in the eyes of a mom before at Disney. And I literally, as as I let go, I said, that was the best hug I've had in a long time. And my brother just looks at Casey and goes, good job. <laughs> Outdone by Goofy. Yep. Yep. Did I, I tell it. you guys how I applied to be part of the Disney where I went to school? They had, I'm sure a lot of colleges did. They had a Disney program in the summer Mm -hmm. and they'd come and like try to um get people kids like college kids to apply it was like a program they called it a disney program and you'd go and live yeah like employee housing and you'd like do like the worst of the worst jobs they're like i remember one of it was like you can be a trash picker on (laughs) roller skates you know like (laughs) (laughs) and it was uh but then they're also like and while you're there you can do an internship at whatever field you think is in you know if you like hotel management and you're like whatever and me and a bunch of people that i was from my floor went and applied and i was the only one who didn't get hired (laughs) oh i failed the interview i get it i don't got the disney attitude i just don't I get it. I'm yeah. telling you, I feel, because I've heard about that thing where like college yeah. kids come, they live in like dorm stuff. Yeah. That should be a reality show yeah. because yes. just the stories and yes. probably like the hookups that people have. I know. It could have like, been amazing. Oh, well. I'm telling you, I bet you, but the, Disney obviously would never, you know, shine a light on anything like that, but I'm telling you there's secrets in, in that, in that program yeah. that we wouldn't even want to know yeah. the real world. Yeah, I'd watch that in a heartbeat. Mm. Yep. yep, appointment viewing right there. <laughs> I'd be like, "Ooh, what are the trash pickers up to?" This <laughs> yeah, week? I wish I could report back. I wish I had had that experience. Oh well. Oh Mel, Someday. 
sorry sorry i guess that ship has sailed i can't say someday some some life you never know i am living my ll bean dream though yeah let's talk about tell us us life of at the the line the flannel trenches yeah life at the bean what's happening bean it's well we're full on christmas things i didn't realize about ll bean flagship store um is that they have this like this loud bell thing that like in the lobby on like i don't know if it's on the hour it's like do 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 it's like this plays the bells <laughs> it's like the loudest most jarring and for some reason i seem to always be walking by it right as it starts like over the loudspeaker so no there's like a me. um it's like a there's like the instrument is there i can't remember I, it's hard for me to explain it's like you know when you go to a church and you're like wow look at that organ up front you know like uh-huh. It's like there. I just never noticed it. It's like up high. It's like bells. Huh. Down. I don't know what it is, but like, and then it starts just ding, ding, a dinging. And it like, every time I jump out of my skin, it's like Christmas but, at full volume. But, but is it supposed to like signify something like the turn of the hour and the love of the season? I don't know. But, but like for the, for the workers or for like the people no. that it's like, in the, it's like right by the entrance. So it's just to another another thing to add to the the experience I guess um yes I've been picking up a lot of shifts lately and I kind of love it oh my god I I love love that you love it I get to walk around in a flannel shirt and I get to wear a little walkie-talkie where people are saying things that are very corporate you know they're all like Like, hey guys you know we've reached our daily goal or we're like whatever amount away from our daily goal you keep up keep up those mastercards and like i'm just like <laughs> yeah well we got mini muffins up in the in the break room which they call the sandwich floor i don't know whatever and i don't know it's fascinating All that I, makes me so happy i, know, I fold me too. things you know folding things <laughs> is pleasant it's very pleasant folding things and putting them in a pile the only stressful thing is when people ask me questions I don't know the answer to, which is 90% of the time. <laughs> so what do you say? Um, I go, oh, and I like walk around going like, maybe it's over here. And then I find <laughs> someone else and say, they can help you. Because um, the knowledge some of these people have, some of these, they call them, um, what do they call them? Guides, floor guides have, is quite amazing. But anyway. Have they like memorized the entire layout of? They know everything. You know, they're like, yeah. someone's like, oh, I bought this glove ten years ago, and they're like, oh yes, the Sherpa Thinsulate, whatever. And you're just like, what? Um, That's amazing. I've been picking up shifts as so they have this thing called buy online, pick up in store. A lot of places do, mm-hmm. you know. So I've been picking up shifts where my only job is to take those orders and just go and find the items in the store. It's like a scavenger hunt. Like an Instacart yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's like a scavenger hunt. And it's I'm like, like shopping, yes. but like you're not spending yeah. any money. Yes, I'm like, oh, I found the, you know, plaid Hemley in petites with, the, you know, like, I don't know. I. And that's how you get to know the store because you're like walking around yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and everyone, I think it would be a different story if I was working the registers. I think after that long line, people are not in the best of moods, but like people have been very kind you know, when I don't know the question, the answer to things, or I don't know. I'm just like, I feel very much like I'm living in a Christmas thing that's happening. You know what I mean? I love 
it, Mel. This is I feel so entrenched. Exciting. I know. Well, it's almost over, but still. Well, what if but they still. ask you to stay on? Would you do it? No. <laughs> no. I just don't think I could work, you know, six to seven days a week. You know what I mean? Because I have my day job and I got to, you know, that pays yeah. the bills. Oh, that but, makes me so happy anyway. that you love it. Because I feel like it could have gone like either way. Oh, yeah. You know? It truly For could sure. have been a disaster. So this yeah. is like huge success. Yeah. Am I making friends? No, not really. Do I remember anyone's <laughs> name? No. Did they know my name? <laughs> nah. But, uh, that's fine. I'm only that's there. All right. Day. Yeah, it's fine. It's We're all, all right. smiling. That's all I'm at. Hey. Anyway. Well, I love that you did this. It has made for a great story and a great, a great Christmas experience for you. Dory, tell us about your seasonal. So your mom's in town. What are you guys doing? My mom's in town. I've been working this week, so we really haven't done much. Um, cause I've still been like working from home, but after tomorrow I have two weeks off and I'm yes I could not be more excited for that we have been watching a lot of movies and just catching up and of course you know that the only highlight of my year has been my tree with the changing lights right Mm -hmm. so I didn't tell her that the lights change I didn't tell my mom that the lights change I just change I just turned on the tree and she was like oh it's so pretty and I was like yeah look you can change um I said, you can change the lights um, because they have it where the lights are always on or where they flash, right? So I changed, they were, the clear lights were on and then I had them flashing and she was like, oh, that's so pretty. And then I hit that remote one more time. The colored lights came on. She gasped and started (laughs) crying. Oh my God. She started crying and she just said, it's just so beautiful. So I'm telling you, getting this tree was worth every penny just for that reaction. Like adorable. I knew she'd love it, but I didn't know she'd cry. And it was the cutest thing ever. So that was um, a highlight of the week. Yeah, oh, it was very cute. So be an influencer and remind us again where you got that tree, Costco. I got it from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> I will look for a link that perhaps I can share. Um, it's a small tree. So if you have a small space, I really highly recommend it has made my holiday season. So yeah. Oh my that's god. That's all that's going on over here. That's, that's pretty amazing. good though. Yeah, it was it was an amazing moment. My only thing is that I wish I had taped her but I didn't think she'd cry you know like I knew she'd be excited but I didn't think she'd have that reaction so yeah it's been good having her here so it'll be fun and we're gonna hang out with Erica next week so that'll be nice too like I can't tell you how excited I am to meet your mom it's like I feel like I know her you guys are gonna love each other and have the best time I know I know it's gonna be amazing I'm excited to hear her thoughts via you about these movies tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did she watch both of them with you or just? She only watched um, Holiday Heritage with me. We watched it together. And yeah, we had different thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) We had differing thoughts. Well, should we uh, transition from there? I mean, that's kind of perfect. Let's Let's dive in. All right. Well, our our matchup, our final matchup, and then we can actually pick a winner. What is it? Holiday Heritage versus Hanukkah on Rye. Both not specifically Christmas movies for our final bracket, which is interesting. I don't think that's yeah. ever happened before. 
Yeah. It's the a first nice little final weekend wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, so what aired first? Holiday Heritage. Refresh my memory. Okay. Holiday Heritage was, the, was, I believe, the Friday. All right. So we'll dive in and talk about that first. Um, this, of, of course, is a Holly Robinson Pete movie. We love her. We love the HRP. We do. So Ella, with the help of Griffin, her ex-boyfriend, encourages her family to celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa and to heal their past wounds before it's too late. Starring Lindy Greenwood, Brooke Starnell, and Holly Robinson Pete. So that doesn't tell you a lot. And I know Erica, you didn't. You didn't. You guys, the Disney trip, it kept me from watching this one. But here's what the movie was actually about. So there's this girl, woman, young woman who had moved to, I want to say, a city. I can't remember which one. And became Boston to become a graphic designer, maybe something like that. Um, But to do so, she left behind her high school sweetheart. They were probably going to get married, um, but she left to to go to school or whatever. I don't know. Go to art school or whatever. Pursue her dreams. Pursue her dreams. He, of course, becomes mayor of the small town. So that's one storyline. To me, the bigger storyline was actually HRP and, and HRP mother. So the, mm-hmm. this woman's grandmother, they work at a bakery together that her grandmother started or the, you know, HRP's mother started and they're like, don't get along and have never gotten along. And HRP wants to move to Chicago to just like start a new chapter in her life and open her own bakery and her daughter is like you can't do that and then like immediately packs a bag to go home to like try to convince her mother to not leave her grandmother and not go to Chicago and also to try to get her grandmother and her mother to like talk and make up and whatever those are like this and then also Kwanzaa they're preparing for Kwanzaa their grandfather had run the local Kwanzaa celebration but their grandfather has since died. And now the mayor, her ex-boyfriend, has now taken over organizing the Kwanzaa celebration. Which is a multi-night event. I did not realize that. I thought Kwanzaa was one day. But no, it is seven, seven. days. Seven days. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Just based on that. Based on what I watched with our, our second movie. Did they do a lot of deep, no. like obvious explaining of kwanzaa they did no explaining of kwanzaa. they did no explanation which was which i was like well that's an interesting choice because i know the complaint in the past for the hanukkah movies has been it's lame that these movies are always like here's an outsider Over and we're and we're explaining, explaining the dreidel yeah. but yeah. also that's hanukkah that we all even if we weren't jewish grew up around so it's like we all know what a dreidel is like that's why it seemed kind of ridiculous I have no knowledge of Kwanzaa. I know the movie is not for me and not about educating me, but like I was confused a lot. And I feel like I could have used an outsider being like, so you would have, you would have rather had. Yeah. Some, I would have rather had, but again, it, I feel like it was made on purpose this way to be a movie for people who celebrate Kwanzaa and not for a movie, not a movie specifically for me to like teach me about Kwanzaa. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's an interesting line because when they over explain it, it just, it, it, it's so obvious and in your face sometimes, but you know, maybe this 
production was like, if people want to learn more, they have the internet. Google Go it. ahead. Yeah. It's you not know, for you. so because yeah. maybe they they just didn't feel like pigeon because it's always like pigeonholed in there. You know what I mean? So interesting. Yeah, yeah. it would have been helpful to me to keep me engaged, but maybe that's not because I had a hard time I... finishing this movie. It took me two days. I could have used a lot more Quans. I mean, and it's not even just like the explanations. It's the fact that Erica, like the Kwanzaa celebrations did not happen until over an hour into the movie. Mm-hmm. So half over half the movie is like this familial conflict for a full hour. And then like the Kwanzaa celebration is put in towards the end and I wasn't crazy about that choice. Like, I'd be interested to know more about why they made the choices that they did. Um, I could have used more Kwanzaa in general. I would have loved, like, an explanation mm-hmm. of every night. Yeah. Um, and an explanation for, like, what they what they chose to do on every night. And then yeah. there was How one night. How they put the principles into action. Yeah. Right. And then there was one night where they, so every night there's a different principle that is, like, yeah, it's celebrated, like unity, essentially. It's, like, right. giving yeah. to your community. It's, like, shopping. Creativity, at, I think, is yeah, one. It's like, and, right. It's, like, commerce, like, shopping at Black-owned businesses. Yeah. yeah uh, anyway. And yeah. so one night there's a principal and I forget which one it was, but it was when they all went to the school and they're, I don't know. They're talking about like being true to yourself and all these things, finding your purpose. I think it was that, I think it was purpose. And that night where they're talking about the that principal ends up being a major source of the movie's conflict. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kind of bummed about that because there's basically a fight that is had between HRP and her mom. And I was like, I don't know. I just, I felt like I wanted more. I think that my main thing was this movie wasn't light or like, no, it was very straight. It was- yes. It was heavy. Like there, there was, was a heaviness no to it. A yeah, lot of conflict. Um, real familial, deep, you know, unhealed conflict for years. And there was just no like lightness, mm-hmm. fun, joyfulness. And I would have loved to see Kwanzaa celebrated in that way. I would have loved to see like a more joyful representation of celebrating Hanukkah, Hanukkah, of celebrating Kwanzaa, because it, I mean, the movie felt really, it just felt really heavy to me. And I mean, obviously there's a place for more dramatic Hallmark movies, you know, I'm not opposed to having more variety. I just would have loved to see like, I don't know, Kwanzaa maybe through the eyes of a child or like just something lighter and more joyful about it because it all felt so serious. Mm-hmm. There were no moments of levity. And even I feel like in even a lot of these more dramatic Hallmark movies, there there are at least some moments of like levity where you can laugh for a second or smile. And there wasn't much of that mm-hmm. at all, if any. Like it was a constant, it was like constant conflict in this movie. And I don't think it was a bad movie. Um, I thought it was well made. I thought I I just I wish the tone had been a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even a little bit. I wish I I don't I mean for the I just feel like for the first movie, 
representing Kwanzaa and celebrating Kwanzaa, I just wanted to see more of like the joy in that, you know, because mm. we see so many freaking movies about the joy of Christmas. And I mean, this movie is very, it's in stark contrast to the movie we're going to talk about next, right? Like could not be more different. Mm-hmm depictions of these holidays and so I don't know that was really my main complaint like I love HRP I always love to see her her um, braids were amazing yes her hair her outfits amazing. were amazing I the love it she at the end towards yes. the end yes yeah I and I loved that seeing the like, the town celebrating Kwanzaa yeah. That was really cool. And I've never seen anything like that. Like they had the whole town square out dressed up beautifully, the candles lit and it really was beautiful, but I wanted more of that. We didn't get that until the end of the movie. And so I would have loved to see more. Um, I will say that my mother liked this movie. She enjoyed it. So we had um, different differing opinions on Mm -hmm. it. She liked kind of the representation of these strong black women and kind of going through very real issues and intergenerational issues right like they were all kind of grappling different things but those different things were connected and the family bonds and I get that I I think that that is you know a worthy story to tell I was just bummed that like that's how we that was our first taste of Kwanzaa on Hallmark was just so serious and Mm -hmm. so you know dramatic and melodramatic even in conflict and that kind of bummed me out it was melodramatic but also like it was the same to be it's like the same conflict over and over again like the conflict didn't really progress right it was like her and the ex-boyfriend being awkward around each other and being like i i wanted to marry you and you left um, and and then, it was like HRP not telling her mom that she was moving. So moving. there's like a big elephant in the room, but the mom is always mean to HRP. She is always mean. She's very critical of HRP. Very and it's critical. also like, why did none of like, especially her own daughter, why didn't her own daughter want HRP to go pursue her? It's like this woman raised like you mm-hmm. and, and you were allowed to go follow your dream. And she, you know, has been running her mother's bakery. You know, like, why would you not want your mom? To, to be able same. to go have a second chapter if she wants it, you know, like mm-hmm. home will always be there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just that I had a hard time with that conflict. And and, and the mother, they did not get along and it was stressful. <laughs> and, the, and then there was like the grandfather's, oh, our grandfather's Kwanzaa chest. And I just wanted to be like, what's a Kwanzaa chest? Please tell me what's going on. So yeah. more of a miss than a, well, than a hit. It, I would say it had its moments. It wasn't poorly made. No. But it was very it wasn't a bad straightforward movie. and very yeah. Hard. To me, it was kind of boring, honestly. I know. And I was confused. But I liked seeing the Kwanzaa. I wish there was more Kwanzaa. And you're right, Noah. I, Dory, I think you pretty much nailed it. I w- wish it had been more joyful. I wish it had been lighter. Um, yeah, I just feel like for the first Kwanzaa movie out of the gate, to go with that storyline was a choice. Like that was an interesting choice, you know, and I, I almost would have rather had for the first Kwanzaa movie, I would have rather had over explaining and all the things, because the other thing about the Hanukkah movies is that now there are several, so Mm -hmm. they can and should start taking chances with their storytelling and maybe not needing to spend as much time explaining, right? Because 
they have several different Hanukkah movies and hopefully they'll make more and more and more. So I do hope that we'll get more Kwanzaa movies that are different and maybe share the holiday differently. Um, But yeah, I mean, to go into this and be like, oh, yes, it's going to be the first Kwanzaa movie. And then you don't see them celebrating Kwanzaa until an hour and 15 minutes in was a bummer for me. Like personally, I was kind of like they reference Kwanzaa a few times at the beginning. You you find out that her grandfather celebrated it and brought it to this town, this like you know community celebration. But they just mention it in passing. They don't really go into it, and then they start the celebrations way later into the movie. I was just kind of like, I wanted more Kwanzaa, and I mean, I've talked to like several people who share the same feeling you know like it wasn't just us who felt that way I talked to like a few Hallmark- Hallmarky friends who kind of felt similarly that you know we wanted more less of the conflict and the family drama stuff and more of the Kwanzaa celebrations for this first Kwanzaa movie yeah there's like they're so busy fighting that they forget to make the Kwanzaa cookies for the Kwanzaa celebration that's like Girl. a big plot point and you're just like this is bumming me out, man. Like I know <laughs> they're supposed to make a thousand Kwanzaa cookies, and they literally forget. They just like thousand, jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though they are talking about it like three scenes before, I don't know, whatever. And everything's a plot to bring them back together. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna celebrate Kwanzaa to bring my grandma and mom back together. We're gonna mm-hmm. trick them into making these thousand cookies so that they're, they have to bake together and spend time together. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to come home and plan all these things so that they have to spend time together. And, you know, but it seems like the problem is that is that they're always spending, I mean, they work together. Like right. <laughs> they're already spending a lot of time together. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Anyway. Holiday heritage. I, you know, a big swing. I appreciate a big swing. We do appreciate a big swing. Taking a chance. Um, Give us more Kwanzaa movies yeah. and, you know, give us different versions of celebrating the holiday. Yeah. I think, you know, it's good. There is an appetite for more. People want to learn more after yeah. this movie. So that is a good thing. <laughs> I, I learned a lot just from this movie. It's like, well, more. I did not know it was more than one night. I thought it was one big family meal. This is what I thought. But I guess it's just kind of the last night. Mm-hmm. Well, more Kwanzaa. Should we move more. on to the other movies? <laughs> yes. More that more is the takeaway. More Kwanzaa. Give we HRP some jokes. That's right. Uh, that's some banter. Right. Some lighthearted Give her banter. Some joy, some lightness, some fun. She was, I mean, she was frowning the whole movie. She was sad yeah. the whole movie. She Stressed was either being cut movie. down or. Yeah. And last year she had a, a, a rather serious movie too. It's like we need some. We need some lightheartedness from her, huh? I know. Can we get her like falling in love and just having mm-hmm. a grand old time? <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. On to the next. Yeah. Hanukkah on Rye. All right. <laughs> the best name I've ever heard. Yeah. A matchmaker connects Molly and Jacob, but their new romance is put to the test when they realize that they are competing deli owners. Will a Hanukkah miracle keep them together? Starring Yael Grobe glass and Grobe glass, Grobe glass, uh, Jeremy Jordan and Lisa Loeb. I love that they. I love that she gets starring. I know for her. You guys, <laughs> when I was watching this, completely forgot she was even billed. Did not pay attention to any of the credits. And when she came on, I was like, 
it's a lobe. Like I, it's like I never knew. It's like I never knew she was even a part of this, yeah. even though I know when we made the bracket, we talked about it. I love but, it. Man, that was a treat and a surprise that I totally didn't remember. Yeah, so you made it pretty far into. Okay, here's the situation. Yeah, I made it far because I started watching this as soon as I came back. Fell asleep more than halfway through. Went to go watch it again. Not on any streaming services, so I do not know how it ends. I Peacock can guess. fails again. Yeah. Yes. However, did anyone watch Jane the Virgin? Uh, I've seen like a couple episodes. I didn't watch it. She. The main character is in it, and she was my favorite character on Jane the Virgin. She played this girl, Petra, who was like the evil, but then kind of turns to like a great character kind of person. And then she also plays Jane the Virgin is very much like a Spanish telenovela style where like twists Mm -hmm. and turns. And she played her evil twin sister, Aneska. She was from the Czech Republic. I love it. And it was just, like she was my favorite character on this. So when I saw her, I was like, oh my God, it's Petra. Um it. so when I see a character that's different from how I originally met them, it's sometimes hard for me because she played like vindictive and conniving so well that like I miss that aspect of her but I really enjoyed her in this movie as like a sweet witty firecracker deli lady you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) loved her yes loved her I I thought she was great this movie me too was great that was like the little interstitials with like the food like yes the the transitions I I want all of this food all the time so good well, I don't even like pastrami, but I would eat that sandwich. Um, it was so funny. The cast was so great. All of them. The like the concierge that's like in on the, even like the delivery guy that was like delivering the mm-hmm. the matchmaker letters. letters. And he was like, well, OK, guess I'm He's here. like, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the was great. Like the Battle of the Bubbies, which you probably didn't make it to. They had oh, a lot. So good. Yeah. Oh, I didn't make it to. I had I had I had enough of the bubbies to realize what was going down. Yeah. Have yeah. you so did so did you make it as far as when his family randomly shows up in New York? They come to New York and like surprise him. Yes. That's yeah. where I kind of dropped it's where, off. It's where they were gonna have their first date. So but yes. around that point, I'm like, oh my God, we are watching um what's the shop around the oh we we're watching you got mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because and you've got mail, he realizes before Meg she Ryan. Does. Yeah. Yep. And then he keeps playing along, even though mm-hmm. it's awkward. And he's also threatening to put her out of business. It's like the same plot, but then it doesn't end up being like you. Well, it kind of does, but like it takes some turns. She wasn't like, like when he finally reveals himself as the pen pal, she's not like, I was hoping it would be you. She was just like, fuck you. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, so seriously. Yeah. Which makes sense. I feel like that is an I would feel angry that he knew. I would feel foolish. I I would feel yeah. and yeah, you're like not you're on the jerk or not on the gig. Yeah. 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 But I did and think also it, at, yeah. at that point things are like so intertwined and the stakes are so high that it's yeah. like she needs the whole the only way this relationship is gonna work is if they trust each other because yeah. they are competing business owners. And if they're really going to give this a go, like 
the trust has to be there. And so for her to find out that he's been lying to her mm-hmm. is a huge breach of that trust on top of everything else going on with their businesses. So it makes sense. Like the conflict was handled really well yeah. in this movie. It makes sense that she's really pissed off. Yeah. And he did technically stand her up, which they just kind of, she doesn't seem that angry yeah. about, but like, that's also embarrassing. And then I, but I also like that this movie is so self-aware of like how people would act in real life in that, in the end where he was like, well, you are also lying to your family about me just because it was very complicated and you wanted to try to work it out. And she was like, yeah, you're right. I was doing the exact same thing. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, she didn't get defensive. She was like, oh right. yeah, you know what? Which is true. Like we see like, just like in that colorblind movie where she was being super pushy and then her ex-boyfriend was being super pushy. And like there, there was never that correlation made. Oh, we're doing the same thing. Right. But here, I don't know. I enjoy that. I think, I mean, that is to me good writing, but yes. <laughs> but it's yes. just like, it's like, oh, I can believe these people are living, are people living in the world, you know, acting like I mean, normal, rational people. And I loved, I mean, they were just, they had great chemistry. Yeah. And I loved hearing the letters that they wrote to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a sucker for this kind of movie. You've got mail, mm-hmm. the shop around the corner. I love this. I love this trope. Like, this is my jam. Mm-hmm. And I think it was great. It was so good. The matchmaker was perfect. Yeah. She like she didn't say line. a word until the end. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she was so great. Um, and I and I loved the whole concept of them like talking through this, you know, old school matchmaker. And they both start by saying, you know, I really don't want a relationship right now, but like, let's just be friends. Let's just be pen pals. And it turns into more like so sweet. So did sweet. I did I feel that there was a little over hit you over the head with Jewishness? Yes, I did at the beginning because within like the beginning, it was like they're talking about latkes and Hanukkah and menorah and blintzes and bubbies and yeah, bubbles and, and that like Menashevitz. And it's just like, yeah. oh my God, like just tone it down, you know? Um, but I loved the bubbies. Like I loved that phone call when they were both telling their grandchild that I signed you up for this mm-hmm. matchmaking thing. And it was like intercut between the two. I thought that was like so, so cool. creative and so cool. Um, because basically like the bubbies were saying the exact same thing, which was so mm-hmm. funny. Um, but no, I really, from what I saw, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought, I thought too, the meat cute was adorable at the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was cute and, I loved like when she was at her parents' house and she's like, all right, I'm going home with her swan foiled leftovers. Yeah. And she literally went down like one door and her apartment was there. Yeah, it was cute. I thought it was super cute. So I liked it. I liked from what I saw, I liked it too. Did you so did you see when the bubbies meet at the matchmaker's office? They both go to complain to the matchmaker. Yes, I did see that. Oh, part. I loved that I love that part. Maybe so I happy. I love that scene. <laughs> And the realization yeah. that they're each talking about the other's grandchild and yeah, how yeah, they yeah. mistreated their grandchild. It was so yeah. perfect. I'm telling you, there's nothing more protective than a Jewish grandmother. Like, they'll get you. <laughs> That's right. So, I love so it. Good. it. Made me want to eat all of the food. I know. It all really it. made me want all of it. I really, I mean, I was 
dying for latkes oh, as yeah. I was watching this movie. Yeah. I this prefer them with movie. applesauce. Applesauce oh, yeah. only. I'm an sour cream. Sour cream. Uh, I'm an applesaucer. Uh, I'm a sour creamer. Me too. I mean, if this place was real, if their if their restaurants were real and existed in the world, I would make a point to go visit when I was in New York. <laughs> the movie was that convincing. Well, and can we spoil the ending for you, Erica? I'm yes. sure you saw it coming a mile away, but they open a deli together, together. in the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they, they find realize, out. Yeah. Yes. They're connected. What do they call yes. it? They name it after both of their... Great-grandmothers? Uh, I, I think great-grandmother. It's like who came over on the, you know, the ship, basically. Oh, okay. Because they met on the ship and shared the latka recipe. So they both have yeah. this. They had the Battle of the Bubbies. Uh huh. Latka face off. Who's got the best latka? And then it's a very funny scene, really, because mm-hmm, they, they taste like, them and they're like, "These are exactly uh, the same." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they pull out the recipes to compare, and they both have the same recipe. And yeah. then the bubbies start to reminisce about like how how their Mothers. grandmothers got those recipes mothers or grandmothers got those recipes and they and they end up connecting it like oh my gosh i heard the story about your mother you know yeah so so it's very it's very sweet and very Mm -hmm. cute and i also loved in that moment how um what are their names what's his name jake jake I don't know. The Jacob guy from Smash. and Molly. <laughs> and Molly. Jacob and Molly. Yeah. So Jacob and Molly are just standing there while like both of the families are having a full blown moment, like realizing <laughs> this, you mm. know, generations long connection. They're hugging, they're crying, all the things. And Jacob is just like, hey, can we go outside and talk? Because <laughs> obviously this like changes everything. So they both go out and like get some air and obviously conflict is resolved they're in love there's a yeah. kiss all the things but i just love that moment because like they're just standing there and their no, families are just like hugging each other and like oh my god and just you know so happy and they're both like okay well we should probably have a conversation then about yeah. <laughs> where we go from here yeah that seems funny too because they have, they have all these extras in the background that are supposed to yeah. be like part yes. of the the latka off and like half of them are like overreact like being like oh my god and then there's like a couple that are just like staring blankly you know like, like <laughs> i am an extra i am just yeah. standing here it's great you should watch the end even though we i will i will it's there's recording still, tonight there are still parts in there that we have not talked about that you will enjoy well let's get back to the lisa Loeb of it all oh yeah yes, let's the get back song. to that the, the idea that is so smart that there is only two hanukkah songs that anyone knows what is the other one they show dreidel and then is it is it the adam sandler one that they just never <sighs> mentioned i mean or is there like one that's not the adam sandler one that i'm just not aware of i mean it could be like if they're counting maybe the blessing as one i don't think so don't because think not so. average yeah. joes know that i don't know um i the only one i know is dreidel besides for like the adam yeah sandler that's really one. it yeah <laughs> yeah um but I love that idea that they created like a whole, you know, song, you know, contest. Yeah. Yeah. Song contest. And then when she stepped out on stage, she nailed it with that song. I was like, yep, that's the new Hanukkah song. Let's put it that's in the rotation. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Let's add it to our holiday playlist. Mm-hmm. And then she Lisa won her, her year of latkes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. I she's mean, getting those big giant containers. She's like, I'm going to share these with the family. Yeah. I love that Hanukkah is like, well, we got a Gen X and an older audience. Because <laughs> she's, Lisa Loeb's pretty Gen X, I would imagine. I feel like she's a Gen X. She's like her and Janine Garofalo, you know, they're like our mascots. But, um, our mascots. <laughs> um, yeah. But I also liked the song that the girl right before her that they considered a fail. I'm like the one that was like, we can't figure out if it's spelled with a CH or an H. Yeah. Oh, but I love the jelly bone with donuts. I'm like, that's a pretty good song. And that one guy who's just like, Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> Hanukkah. It's like, well, you know what? That's play simple as it gets. And you know what? It's sketchy. We we uh lit our our we have a dinosaur menorah in our house. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so we've been lighting our candles since we've been back. So it's been it's nice. And like the the type A in me is like, oh god, the candle wax just dripping down the dinosaur. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, it's serving its purpose. It is. It is. That is but the perfect just, menorah for your family. Mm-hmm. I know. But it's just so, it's just so nice to like, like, just as the Christmas tree, the lights twinkle, like, it's just nice to like have a dark room with like the menorah lit, Candles. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, in yeah. the beginning of the movie, they teach us how to get rid of that wax, which is you put it in the, I know, the freezer. Right? Which I didn't know. Like, I, I'm it. always the one digging it out with a knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to try that no one. longer. Yeah. Hot tip. See, we're learning things. I know. Thank you, Hallmark. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like the, there's a clear winner. Yes. I would say so. Yeah. Which means, you know what it's time for? I know. Dun, 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 dun. To bracket it up. We yes. declare a winner. I know. That's right. So Hanukkah I my, uh, goes through. We're going to pull up the bracket and we're going to get this party started, but also get this party over with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So does anybody have... got to remind us of the, uh, I know I'm looking at the, trying to get the, Google I have it in front up. of me. Oh, you do. Okay. But good. I don't remember who won what. So let's, That's all right. we're going to have to go. We're going to remember together. We're gonna okay. Remember. So let's start with back Week in the one. day, October. <laughs> we had, let's see if we remember. We oh, had we remember. a cozy Christmas in Jody Sweeten. Mm-hmm. Yes. Versus jolly good Christmas. Yeah. England. Wow. Which yeah. one won? I don't even remember. Jolly good Jolly Christmas good one. one. Come on. We know, remember how how uh oh yes, 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 yes. Unfortunate Christmas, the, the shopper one was yeah. The Christmas shopper one. Jolly good one. one. And can I say when I just looked at that title, Cozy Christmas in, I was like, what was that movie? I didn't even remember. Hmm. So that movie was completely forgettable. It was Bummer. also not enjoyable when we were watching no. it. Nah. Okay. Nah. Then the next week we had Lights, Camera, Christmas versus All Saints Christmas. So yeah. the New Orleans one versus the random fashion or no, set no, design, like movie. wardrobe designer yeah. thing. I don't Hollywood, remember. Who, yeah. Hallmark movie within a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which one won that one? Now, this one's a little harder to remember. I feel <laughs> like we ended up choosing All Saints. I think we did too. But oh, you know what? Yes, close. I picked lights, camera, Christmas, but you yeah. both. I, but I, I was fine with either one. Yeah. But yes, I do. And remember really, that. in retrospect, now I probably would go with lights, camera, Christmas, but it's too late. Also. Why? Um, just thinking back now, it's like if I saw two of these movies on the lineup, which one would I choose? Like if one was on one channel, one was on the other. 
what would I turn on? I'd probably turn on Lights, Camera, Christmas. But I'm still holding strong. I yeah. would choose All Saints. All Saints. But I would flip over to All Saints for the musical numbers towards the end. Anyway. Okay, so All Saints now Christmas that, went there. Now that we have those, those, those compete. So mm-hmm. we move on Jolly Good Christmas versus All Saints Christmas. So what do we pick out of those two? I'm going with Jolly Good. Yeah, I agree. Jolly Good Christmas. Okay, so I I would agree with that too. So Jolly advances. All right. Then we go to Falling for Christmas, Netflix, Lindsay Lohan, Mm -hmm. which was uh, competed against Christmas at the Golden Dragon. Mm -hmm. We remember what we picked for that one. Yeah, Christmas at the Golden Dragon. Golden Dragon. We tried with Netflix. We tried. We had our faith. We had our faith in Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Not so, enough feels. Not nope. So then we move on to the next week, which was inventing the Christmas prince versus three wise men and a baby. Yeah. Three, three wise, wise men. men. Three wise men. So we have Christmas at the Golden Dragon versus three wise men and a baby. Both really good movies. Yep. I would Both say. great movies. I would. I'm say going with wise, wise men. men. Yeah. yeah. Wise men, I was going to say that too. All righty, wise men advances. Okay, then we move over to the other side of the bracket. We have Royal Corgi Christmas, the Corgis, mm-hmm. versus Holiday Spectacular, which was Rockettes. Yeah. Yes. And we put Corgis Corgi won. through. We picked Corgis. I've Corgis watched won. Holiday Spectacular probably twice since. It is a great movie. It is but a yes, great movie. Corgis one. I've also watched Corgis at least once. <laughs> Corgi's Corgi's Corgi butts win. Corgi butts. There's no backseas, Mel. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm more just reminiscing. I'm reminiscing. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So then we move. Reminiscing. I like hearing your musings. My musings. I do like that Mel has like a second like realization. Well, you know, know, when you put you know time equals something plus something. (laughs) Is that whatever that equation is? So then we had a big fat family Christmas. Versus Undercover Holiday. Another one I was not here, so I don't remember who won. I think a Big Fat Family Christmas won. Because yes. a Big Fat Family Christmas was yes. San Francisco one. We had we had issues with both these movies, but a whole lot fewer issues with a Big That's Fat right. Family Christmas. That's right. So then we do Corgis versus Big Fat Family Christmas. I'm going to go for Corgis just because that's the only one I, I watched out of that one. <laughs> um, But you guys, you know, I if feel you like think... this is hard. <laughs> this is hard because I would watch both of these movies again. Me too. So um, you guys pick. Oh my gosh. I can't. Dora, you pick. I think I would go for a big fat family oh, no. Christmas. Oh no. Why? Oh no. Because well, I'm a tiebreaker. No, but I don't think you have to be a tiebreaker because it's not oh. fair that I didn't watch the other two. Oh, that's so no, it's fine. it should be like, I can't, I can't really, I don't really have a say in this one because how can i pick if i didn't watch the other one so i was away on vacation i was at thanksgiving but even you taking yourself out of the running doesn't make this any less of a tiebreaker because if i well you just either agree agree with dory or not agree with dory and then and then you who knows what we do well then you're the the tiebreaker then we we flip a coin what are your thoughts mel take us Um, through your thought process here i loved 
very much certain parts of a big fat family Christmas. I love Tio Carrera. I loved the cast and the family and I loved the song at the end and the big, the party. Mm-hmm. I can't, it, I, I still find it hard. The parts in the movie that I like the lie that I didn't understand the lie being yeah. worse than the truth. Yeah. The oops, I lost the bag of money because I was being incredibly <laughs> irresponsible yeah. Um, and just like feeling like she's being cruel to her family for no reason, even though then we find okay. out a reason. But the song at the end is so good. And the party is so good. And I love Tia Carrera. Now, a Royal Corgi Christmas. I mean, obviously, we got corgis. I know we do we have a corgi. Corgis. Derby. Mm-hmm. We got a, a corgi derby. We've got British mm-hmm. Royals. Mm-hmm. They've got great chemistry. That man is mm-hmm. really a sight to be old yeah we've got an eagle evil corgi trainer yeah oh yeah we've got mistletoe like crashing all the the big the ham or whatever at the top so but then we also have like oh i'm going to an orphanage and donating a basketball and now that shows that i am changing and growing which is like such a every royal movie has that he's always always working with orphanages what a ride Mel's taking us on. I know. Go with your Also, heart. a big fat family Christmas is a big swing. I'm not a big swing, but it's like them trying. They're trying. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. a Royal Corgi, it's like, I mean, that's an obvious. Their standard. Home there. run. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I am. And I don't know where to go. <laughs> but I also think neither. Will be yeah. There. I also think neither of these are going to win. Ultimately. Mm-hmm. so it's really doesn't truly matter so you know what let's go for a big fat family christmas let's give it to tia to the big swing we'll, we'll give it to, it to tia swing. okay yeah, okay big fat advances sorry okay. joey king's sister <laughs> we love you and we want yes, to see you do. in more of these and we want to see the corgis and more okay that's right Okay, so then we move down to lol most colorful time of the year versus <laughs> a holiday sitter the holiday listen, sitter. Listen, there's no contest. There's no contest. We already chose this one, the holiday sitter yeah. one. And there yeah. was right, no right. contest. Yeah. Erica, listen, you don't need to watch that movie. In fact, <laughs> I would prefer it. The colorblind movie. Don't waste your time, girl, <laughs> well, please. I almost, I feel like you should watch the scene in the middle where he puts the glasses on because basically you guessed the plot of this movie when yeah, you were picking. Yeah, you were dead on. You're like, oh, I wonder if she gives him those glasses. And absolutely, that is what happens. All right. Well, okay. That one advances the sitter. Yeah. Then the this week, sitter. we just did Holiday Heritage versus Hanukkah Rai. We moved ahead Hanukkah Rai. So we have the Holiday Sitter versus uh, Hanukkah Rai. That is really tough. These are both great movies that I will absolutely watch again. So I'm not going to be to say. Nope. I would go holiday sitter. I loved both. I would go holiday sitter personally. Mel, Erica. you pick. Erica, Again, a- I'm in the same situation. We're only watching watch one. Ho- okay. So well, I can't choose. Well, I would pick the holiday sitter. All right. And then we're going with the holiday sitter. Hanukkah and Rai is very good, though. Good job, Hallmark and everyone. What involved. I'm now concerned about is our final match. Okay. Here we go. Are you guys ready? We're getting I close guess. to yeah, it. I feel like I know how to. Well, okay. Never mind. Don't say it yet, Mal. Not, we just don't know until you see it, well, until you true. really well, talk I've, about it. Yeah. Okay. Now so now we, have, mm-hmm. now we have now we have the holiday sitter versus big fat. 
I mean, uh, family Christmas. Yeah. I holiday mean, that's, sitter. that's a holiday sitter. Okay. Right you guys, we are just cruising here. Yeah. No, I see where we're going with this. So yeah, now we have, concerned. <laughs> okay. So now we have jolly good Christmas versus three wise men and a baby. Three wise men. Three wise men. Yeah. And so here okay. we are. Here we are. <laughs> so now, wait, now we have big fat yeah, Christmas the- versus holiday sitter. No, no. Wait. We have we three wise men and a baby versus holiday sitter. Oh, we already did. Yes, you're right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Three wise men and a baby yeah. versus the holiday sitter. Yes, I'm so. going with three wise men just because but, I didn't yeah. see the holiday sitter, but I freaking <laughs> yeah. love that movie. And I even said, even though I didn't get to watch the other ones, that could be my favorite Hallmark movie by far. So that's where I'm going. Sorry, I can't compete with the holiday sitter because I didn't see it, but that's where my heart went. Well, I find myself in a hopeless place. I find myself in that same hopeless yeah. place. And I have been thinking about this all day. Oh my God. Um, see, you saw I, this coming. I didn't see I this coming. I saw this coming. Well, because I thought right after I finished Hanukkah on Rye, I was like, you know what? I loved that. But I think I loved ho- um, the Holiday Sitter a little bit more. And I was like, this is going to come down to Hollywood, to Holiday Sitter and Three Wise Men. And then what do we do? Because we don't have a tiebreaker because Erica didn't see Holiday Sitter. Mm-hmm. And she would have loved it if she had seen it. She I've ruined it for everybody. Loved it. Sorry, guys. So I've been Sorry. thinking about this all day, <laughs> and I've been stressing about this all day because I really loved both of these movies, and I think that these were both big swings, and they both <laughs> succeeded hit it out of the park. Massively. Yeah, yes, they both hit it out of the park. These are great movies that I I feel like we just saw. I feel like these are two hallmark classics i feel like i will mm-hmm. watch these every year yeah and so how do you choose i'm gonna go with knee jerk i don't know about you i mean you've been thinking about it all day did you come to a conclusion you go first i'm gonna knee jerk three wise men and a baby oh <gasps> that's also what i was thinking yeah but it's sad to say sad. because i also loved Ho- holiday yeah. sitter you know you guys I feel like we could we should tie them you can't tie them that's there's a no. winner there needs to be a winner <laughs> we can't live in that limbo you guys our winner is clear i know yeah. i just you know what i mean it was that was just a heavy hitter like we're they talking paul campbell tyler Hines, yeah, they had a three for walker and they executed that movie perfectly like that could have been a failure it could have been the three like they could have been promoing that and like the three biggest, you know, three of the yeah. biggest Hallmark stars. And it could have not been yeah, good. It could have not lived. But up it to was that. that plus it was so good. Guys. Although you could say the same thing about the holiday sitter. I know. <laughs> Stop I doing that, Mel. I hate oh, yeah, this. I know. The holiday sitter gave me so that's the thing is three wise men and a baby was so funny. Yeah. Well, the holiday sitter was funny, but also gave you many, many feels. feels. Yeah, it was true, truly a romance. I mean, the end of that movie with the families clapping and like the music yeah. going. Him walking and... out of the towards the neighbor and the brother being like, he's next door. You know, like they all see it's coming. So I don't know. Good. So good. It's so good. It's so good. But three, like you said, three wise men, the dance. The dance, like... the nutcracker dance or whatever that they all lived at home with their mother it was mm-hmm. just so freaking funny you guys that movie was meant to the, be made the, the, the yeah. when he brings home the wrong baby with the hair 
so good. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. um the um oh my god, I can't believe I can't remember her name, but the um the female foil. The the um Fiona. Fiona. The Fiona room of it all. Yes. She was just everything in that movie like yeah she as soon as that movie was over I went back and watched all of her scenes with Paul Campbell because they were all so funny when Mm -hmm. they're in the park and he Mm -hmm. and she like hides next to him snuggled up it was so funny it's great that Allie Liebert right is basically part of both these the both of the finalists that's true she's the real winner in this yeah she's she was the in MVP. three wise men yeah she is our mvp of the season she directed holiday sitter mm-hmm. love her she's the real you know what we're the real winners because this was an incredibly <laughs> strong year yeah, think about I last know. year and how down and out we were and how we, we changed yeah. the bracket twice this was such a successful year yeah can we talk about so did we just choose a winner we, we did, did. Right. three okay. wise men Congratulations. Congratulations. Can we talk about the off-bracket Hallmark movies that I think would have been a content contenders? Yes. Ghost, yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Ghosts of Christmas Always. 100%. Hall of the Holly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would think even Noelle Next Door probably wouldn't have brought it to the end, but it would have probably won its matchup, whatever yeah. matchup it would have been. Those were great movies. Was Noelle Next Door the first weekend? Yeah. It would have won. It would because we didn't even cover that weekend. Yeah, that's right. It would have won that weekend. I don't think it would have won the whole thing. No, not the whole thing. It wouldn't have beat Three Wise Men and it wouldn't have beat Holiday Sitter. But I still really liked that movie. Yeah. And you're right, Mel. Like those off bracket movies were all if Haul Out the Holly was on there. Yeah, it would have given Three Wise Men and a baby. I would even think tough conversation. Yeah. Even Ghosts of Christmas Always, which I thought was excellent. Excellent Excellent movie. I feel like all of those that we just mentioned are all like Hallmark classics. Yeah, that's a forward. lot of classics for one year. Usually I know. we get maybe one. You know, that's right. I mean, and you know what was so fun is that so many of these were a surprise. Like Haul yeah. Out the Holly to me was such a surprise. Mm-hmm. No yeah, clue me too. That that was going to be that Chris- fun. All of those Ghost of Christmas yes. always also a surprise total surprise noel next door like i yeah. I fired that movie up expecting nothing and i just yeah. really loved it yeah thumbs th- hall, thank you hallmark yeah. your most diverse year and mm-hmm. your year with the most different types of storytelling i feel like it was a success i'm yeah. just so surprised our first year dipping our toe in the netflix pond <laughs> Gross. That didn't I don't know why even that didn't make go. it out the didn't first even... weekend. Isn't that crazy? Like we That's are always crazy. like Netflix. Like when we talk about movies that weren't on the bracket, it was always these Netflix Netflix ones, and we threw one on there. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. No. We really thought it was going to be it. Interesting. I it's just like it's just yeah. It's like interesting that that's the way the cookie crumbled. Totally. Because the thinking was always that, in Mel's words, it would not have been a fair fight because. They're usually, not playing under the same rules. Yeah. They're not playing under the same rules. And usually you're right, Erica, by the end of the season, we're all sitting here about how much, talking about how much we loved one of these Netflix movies. Like we loved Holiday that one year. We loved, um, love the one last love, year. Love Hard. Love Hard. Love, yeah. Love that one. 
you're right every year we're sitting here thinking like man netflix really knocked yeah. it out of the park i like the freddie prince one this year i wish i was it's like christmas with you or something very generic title but i like that one it wouldn't have knocked it wouldn't have won this but it would mm-hmm. that's the one if i said if you have any time to spare watch that one watch that one if you're gonna choose one i also like that did you watch southern family christmas that wouldn't have won but i enjoyed it the, the bruce campbell one i did watch southern family christmas that uh, was, was um thanksgiving was very, weekend one i think was, yeah. i think so it was very um new orleans papa noel which i enjoy i love that girl who's in it what's her name jc elliott mm, i don't remember her name mm-hmm. but i do love her i hope they I keep using her. her me too did you see okay here's what's concerning not concerning here's what's <laughs> here was what was bumming me out th- this last weekend is instead of now with the like the you know sneak peeks and all that stuff they're all for january movies mm-hmm. and man do they all look so bad they just look yeah really dull there's one about like a dog trainer that looks like it was shot in like gray tones it looks very strange and boring and then there's like three wedding veil movies where like Lacey Chabert's had a baby it just not interested then there's a mystery which has the you know Mona from Pretty Little Liars who I like but like now I'm convinced that they're recasting all of these mysteries with younger actresses but then their That's love interest what it seems like yeah and then the love interests stay the same age which i'm not down with this i'm not okay with that like i sure i'm always get, yeah oh, go ahead no it's it it's all i have to say i was to say i'm always convinced that the january movies are just like they just get them done because they know people are probably so tapped out of like yeah watching since october that they're like no one's gonna tune into these you know what i mean like yeah mm-hmm. we don't have yeah. to do our best here <laughs> We don't need three more wedding veil movies. No, they completed. We don't that need arc. one more. We don't need any more. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I don't need my my Hallmark mystery sleuthers to get younger while their male counterparts stay the same age. I don't need that in my life. No, it bums me out. Um. Anyway, I didn't mean to go down there. We were we were up, and I went down. i'm just saying i'm not ready to let go of the christmas season but okay so we're going to be forced to let go very soon that's right do you guys have anything or i mean even if it's christmas related anything you've seen or that you would recommend for people to transition after all this good tv to more good um you know where my heart lies the harry and megan oh the harry and megan special has nothing to do with christmas Nothing but it's just, it. it's just listen to her, listen to their, their side of the story. I know. I was a big fan, big, big fan. fan. Now here's the thing. I haven't watched it yet. I want to, but every time I'm like, I should turn that on. I'm like, is it going to bum me out? Cause every time I see a Harry and Megan thing, it makes me angry. It makes me sad. It makes me concerned for it makes Harry's you- future and oh angry for them for them there are parts that are gonna piss you off yes but there are also really uplifting parts and hearing about their love story from them is it's worth it for that alone i feel their love story is just insane yeah so will i be less worried about him when i leave because that's what I, i need to be less worried about him i came out feeling less worried about him okay just purely because they are where they are and they are not in that system anymore 
like I felt it ended like with he is content and yeah. where he should be. And I know like, let's just put it on the books now to start our book club when his, when spare, spare comes spare. out next month, like, let's just I think mark it, that on our calendars. I think it depends how you look at it. Like, are you looking at it as it's sad to see like brothers in this situation? Nah. But if yeah. you look at it as him doing the best thing for his family, you're you're uplifted okay. knowing that the, the choices he made is for that purpose. Well, that's, I mean, this is my concern. And obviously I'm looking too far into this and projecting things that probably maybe don't exist. It's like, if their relationship were to end tomorrow, God forbid, like she, I think is going to be okay. Cause she had 30 years of a normal life. And she, I think, would continue to have her normal life and be happy. I mean, I know she's very much in the public eye, but I think she would, like, she has a sense of self and stuff. Whereas he went many years doing everything for the royal family and having no sense of his own, you know, life, you know, because he's been in the public life forever and only doing things that he was of duty to do. And now he's doing everything for his family, his his family, not the royal family, which is also great and very admirable. But like, where is he in that? That's what I worry about. Like, if they were to end tomorrow, I would be so concerned about what would happen to him. Because that's interesting. Because I think the exact opposite, really. Because he's all. It's like he's always had to be a duty for something. Like he's. I think no matter if they would, if something would happen to them, no matter if it was his fault, if it was her fault, if it was amicable or something, I think her life would be ruined because people would come after her. It would even if it wasn't her fault, if it's something he did, people would just go after Meghan Markle and then Harry would be, you know, we're going to take him back. And like, he's part of the institution. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't live in, Europe and England so Mm -hmm. I don't know if like they're thinking completely different but as like American I guess as it is like I think he would be okay in the terms of even if he didn't go back I think he would look good compared to what she would look like yeah if that makes sense yeah I mean they've already villainized her so much yeah she's the problem she's been the problem this is why he's not with them anymore yeah Yeah. well in america in in europe i mean she's got to stay in america you know but yeah i mean i know there's racist misogynists in america too (laughs) plenty but so that's really all i'm going to comment on she's going to stay in her california bubbles where she's going to stay i haven't watched hardly anything but that was one thing i did watch while i was confined in Disney World with the flu, a son that had the flu. Um, so I'm very behind on everything else. So well, that's, that's a all good I got. thing to watch though. Well, I've been starting to watch some of these lifetime movies that um we didn't get a chance to watch because we're so immersed in the hallmark of it all. And I've watched a few. Um glad that we kept them off the bracket. Okay. <laughs> um but they just weren't to me lifetime was just not giving what hallmark was giving this year but i did have one standout that i loved um that was recommended to me by multiple people on twitter because i asked like what have what have been your faves non-hallmark faves this season and i got a lot of great recommendations so i finally watched 
Reindeer Games Homecoming with Sarah Drew, and I loved it. Loved it. One of my favorites of the year. So f- it had everything. Talk about all the feels. It gave me everything. I think both of you would really like it because it's this great mix of like, it's very romantic, but also there, the backdrop of this is it takes place during this week long competition called the reindeer games. And so it is like the Christmas Olympics. And so there are shenanigans like start to finish because there are all these teams competing against each other. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So good. I laughed. I cried. I swooned. (laughs) Please watch it. You'll enjoy it. I think that would be my only real like recommendation. There are others that were okay, but Real Housewives of Miami. But that's we talked about that last week. I mean, I listen, I don't want to bore everyone again with my, you know, beating that same Real Housewives of Miami drum. But I love those ladies, and this season is a banger. So if you are a Real Housewives fan, I would highly recommend. Also, the way the Housewives shows on Peacock are shot looks so much better than the Real Housewives on Bravo, and I don't get it. Hmm. Like, Interesting. Real Housewives of Miami looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've watched. Yeah. What about you, Mel? Well, I've been overwhelmed because, you know, all of a sudden I had all of the time in the world to watch TV. And then it's like, there's so much good TV. It's so overwhelming. There's so many choices. I'm behind on so many things. Where to start? Where to start? Sometimes. And then sometimes when I find myself in that situation, I do this thing. I call it TV roulette, which is gross. I know. But like where I choose three things and I'm like, I watch the first episode of all three and then I decide what I'm going to continue on. And for the first time, I like it. Yeah, well, for the first time ever this week, all three things I watched, I freaking loved and wanted to continue. Oh, boy. What did you watch? There's only one I watched all the way through, but only because I'm like, all right, I'm going to work my... So I watched the first episode of The Mole on Netflix, which is like a reality game show, The Mole, Mm -hmm. which is Is it like the old... It is kind of like the old mole. It's It's not Anderson Cooper anymore, but it is like contestants who are doing challenges and then earning money and then one of them is like a secret sabotager huh so netflix brought it back there's a season one it's only it's not that many episodes but that first episode i was like this is awesome i love this you know it's like it it gives me the feeling like when the circle remember the circle the first season of the circle how good that was anyway Mm -hmm. it's very good and then i did exactly what you told me not to do and i watched the very first episode a real house outways of Miami, like season one, episode one. I just wanted to see. I wanted to see. Why it was so good. My, season one. My yeah. thoughts. How well, rare. She's do what she wants anyway. I guess it's we're true. all like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I don't. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know anything about these ladies. So starting so late in the game, because it's like season five or something now, right? Um, uh, five, yeah. yeah scared me a little i was like maybe i'll just watch the first so i at least know some of the ladies and where they started and then i can skip ahead but that first episode that pilot episode of real house of Miami, was so good i'm like okay i might just keep watching that's crazy there's like a woman whose husband had a secret fam like a secret other wife who was like 17 years old what (laughs) what um yeah it's 
I very much enjoyed. So I can see why you guys like it. Going to continue that. But the thing that I continued watching and then watched the entire season was that show Wednesday, also on Netflix. Oh, I want to watch that so bad. That everybody likes. And it is good. That's the thing is like, that's the thing I kept watching. And then I watched it all in like a day, basically like two mm-hmm. days. Um, and I would say that is a good watch. If you are Adam's family inclined, like if you saw the preview and were like, that is something I would probably like to watch. You will probably like it. Oh, I um, loved the Adam's family. Yeah, the Adam's family is great. It's also, I mean, it's very kind of like YA, you know, it's kind of teeny, teeny boppery, but like I very much, I like blew through it, you know, <laughs> it's great. So those are my three things. I'd also say, because I didn't get a chance to say this last year. Last year was a little bananas towards the end. But the one movie that I watched last year that I continue to keep watching and I listen to the soundtrack is a music. If you like musicals, find Cyrano. Cyrano, C-Y-R-A-N-O, like, like, like Roxanne Cyrano with Peter Dinklage. That movie I watched on a plane last year and I was full on weeping on the plane and I've listened to the, the soundtrack basically weekly ever since. I love that there's so many good musicals now that you can watch like In the Heights and everybody's talking about Jamie. There's just so many. I love that musicals are being made into like I know we go through like there's always been musicals being made into movies, but I'm glad it's a popular thing that is happening right now. I'm down with that. Man, do I love a musical. That's all I just awesome. love a lot of things. That's a lot of rambling. These are great recommendations. Thank you. Yeah, there's Thanks, tons Mel. of TV. There's so much TV. There's so much TV and so little time. No. no. I just want to sit around and watch TV. It's really awesome. If awful. anyone's looking for some great kids programming, we <laughs> recommend Bluey on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> okay. Yikes. And I'm telling you, just watch it as an adult. We will literally... Casey and I will watch it when our kid is asleep because really, oh, it's so cute. It's so charming. It's very much written for like the parents as well. There are moments where you're like, oh, that's cute. So there's a Christmas episode. It's great. Well, we we did it. it. Is this the end? I guess so. I'm kind of sad to let go now, even though, (laughs) you know, it's hard. It's hard to keep this up. (laughs) It's hard to say goodbye. To yesterday. Yep, to yesterday. <laughs> Thanks, boys. To bed. Mm-hmm. I was well, thinking I was gonna um. We've right. come to the end of the road. We've come to the end <laughs> of the road. But I Motown Philly back again. Yeah, we're gonna. ABC we're just gonna do some DVD. We're just gonna do boys and men songs because yeah. that'd be fun. I was thinking I was gonna if I can find it to download. I was gonna end us on some Lindsay Lohan Jingle Bell rap. <laughs> She didn't she didn't make the bracket, but she made the yeah. song finale. That's yeah. right. She and if I can't her, find she made it, her impact. You'll know because you won't be hearing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be hearing something else. And yeah. with that, do we bid adieu? I guess so. Oh man. Enjoy Happy those, holidays, yeah. friends. Happy holidays. Enjoy those January movies. Good luck to us all. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us this season. It is always a good time. It is always a good time. We'll miss you guys. We all, this, is the, this is the part where we always say, yay, we'll record sometime over the year. <laughs> maybe we will, maybe we won't. We'll no. see you in October. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least we're honest. Yeah, At least we're yeah. honest this time around. We'll yeah. see you in October, and we yeah. love you all. Yes. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.